Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. <gasps> Jessica. Lena. Hi, how are you? I'm great, how are you? <laughs> well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I'm Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we, we are, are here, here to rant to and rave. Rant and rave. Um, sorry about that, Jessica. I caught you off no. guard. I, I said, was holding are my you, face. I said, are you ready? And you went, uh-huh. So I hit record and then you went, let me just pull up. And I went, two, one. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was uh, totally on me. Okay. Sorry about that. Don't be sorry. Oh, my also, I don't know why I'm so panicked. Is calling. she calling? Can you, yeah, can you give me one second? Mm-hmm. I'll edit this out. Hello? Hi. I am not. He's with Kira. Um, do you have Kira's number? Uh, do you have his phone number? I can't remember if he has his phone with him or not. Oh, okay. Well, I'll make sure he texts you or calls you later. I'm recording with Jessica right now. Oh, that's all right. No worries. Okay. All right. Love you, too. Okay, I will. Bye. Sorry, that was Aunt Tiffy. She wanted to, she wanted to call the graduate. Yeah. Cute. Okay. Uh, sorry, Jessica, and I had to take a pause because I was getting a phone call from my baby sister. Uh, I'm just gonna launch right into. We had a big day at my house. We have a little graduate at my house today. So I'm very excited for him. I was very proud of him. I got to tell you, I've always said this. You know me. I love a kids program. Like yes. I'll go watch a school kid, a kid's school program anytime, especially yes. if it's just singing or you know whatever. I don't care. I love it because they get so excited to do their little performance. And so, um, do you remember that song? Best day of my life. Yes. It was the opening theme song to a show I was on called Clipped on TBS with Ashley Tisdale and stuff. So that was our theme song. Well, that was their graduation song today. Aww, and they had a little cute. dance that they did with it. And so we got video. And, like, you you all know me. I sing in the car all the time. I impersonate <laughs> people's voices. I sing off-key on purpose. I sing harmonies <laughs> on purpose. And I just watch him, like, go, Ugh. You know, he never sings along with me. He's just <laughs> quiet. But I see him trying not to smile sometimes. Uh, and he definitely says when I'm Hilarious. not around, one of his favorite things is that mommy's crazy, you know, sings in the car. So anyway, I never see him singing. Now, once in a while, when he thinks I'm not paying attention to him, like especially if we're on a big freeway, I'll see him back there jamming like this, right? Like not in the head popping, you know, and I just, <laughs> I don't say anything. I just let him do it. It's so cute. Well, today uh-huh. he was jamming and he had his dance moves. And he was emotional. He was really emoting when he's like, it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Because I don't get to see that side of him a lot. You know, Worst. I'm always, the, I'm the goofball mom. He's not going to be goofy in front of the goof. You know? Yes. <laughs> also, so a lot of people really are very, sh- not that they're shy, but more reserved in front of their family. And yes. then and with friends, it's like, what? Or they're at school. I always marvel at seeing, like, or like when I would babysit and the parents are like, what? What did you say they did? did say? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, when I and, made that happened a lot. And it's funny, too. Here's something really interesting. So, you know, we had a lockdown at our school mm-hmm. recently. We talked about that a few weeks ago. And that really sped up the process for me. <laughs> of sure. getting my son a phone i've had reservations mm-hmm. about it you know he's getting old enough he's very responsible we've got mm-hmm. parental locks all of that stuff um but you know my child the way he converses sometimes he's real goofy in a sly dry way and it makes me <clears> giggle <throat> sometimes he's flat out ridiculous just being silly 
But for right. the most part, verbally, he's pretty reserved. He doesn't want to tell you about his feelings. How was your day? Good, good. What, did you have a favorite part? Did you have a favorite part of your day? Math. Like, that's all I get. <laughs> <laughs> but when he texts, which, by the Ooh. way, getting a text from your child, like, that's a wild thing for me because we didn't have phones right. when we were kids you know of course he is so emotive when he texts like what he types Aww. and his use of punctuation the way that we do like when you want to take I a dramatic it. pause he'll put dot 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 so like the other night I can, <laughs> it kills me so like <laughs> i've been i have been so 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 blessed recently to work a couple of weeks in a row so i've been mm -hmm. chaotic and one of those weeks dan tipton was gone and so I kept asking him, oh, isn't tonight you have to shower? Because we let him do every other night, right? Because he's not mm -hmm. a stinky boy yet. He's still still little, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I kept saying, oh, you remember, you got to shower, you got to shower. And he kept going, mom, it's Tuesday. It's whatever day it was, you know. And I go, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, you're right, you're right. So uh, about an hour before night night, I was watching something on the iPad in my bedroom and he was in the other room and I texted him and went, time for a shower. And then I wrote, just kidding, just kidding, LOL, with a little cry, cry laugh emoji, uh -huh. you know, that little boy wrote back dot, 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 angry face, exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And I then, love it. And then he ha ha my time to take a shower. Okay. That kid has got a sense of humor to be he rivaled. Really I does. Love it. He texted <laughs> me the other day. He was answering me about something. I think I told him it was time to start getting ready for, you know, wrapping mm -hmm. up for the evening. And he texted me back, Are you serious right now? And he what? then I hear him walking to my room. He goes, The sun's still up. <laughs> You know what? He's you not know, wrong. You know where he's heard that, too. I mean, who said yeah. his mama? You. Are you serious right now? Is this a joke? <laughs> I love his it's... rationale. He is not wrong. <laughs> I mean, A for effort. It... Yes, he is extremely rational. Believe me. We get into some it. very rational word wars over when he needs to do something. <laughs> and yes. Yeah. And I, I. I made that bed as a child. I earned That's this child. So cute. Uh, <laughs> with, with the same sort of sass and rationalization <laughs> as he has. <laughs> oh, my God. Jessica, before, I'll shut up after yes. this. Yes. Move on. I do think this is the last thing I have to do before I have 24-hour break. And then I'm working. My last day of work is Sunday. Yep. So I think after this recording, I have 24, hour, 24 hours to breathe. 24 hours to breathe, lay around in your PJs. I don't uh, think I'm going to get dressed. Have a family movie night. No. Yes. Why would yes. you? Yes. Yeah, we are doing family movie night this week. And I think because we have a burgeoning teenager. Mm -hmm. Teen wolf. No, ma'am. Although that is good. <laughs> Uh, I think we're doing Indiana Jones. I think we're starting uh, Indiana Jones. The, Can you imagine it, it? No. Can you imagine seeing that for the first time? I yeah, because I remember when I did. He's going I think, I think to he's flip. Because he's my kid. Like, he likes a little creepy. He likes a little excitement. I, you know what I mean? I can hear his giggle when Indy is dropped into the cave of snakes. Of snakes. No, he'll he's be gonna on love his feet. It. He'll be on his feet at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is fantastic. Everything yeah. about it. The cinematography, great storyline, and the <gasps> score, the music. Oh, the score is incredible. Come so on. Well, and Dan Tipton and I were actually, because we always try to think of, like, give him some options for family mm -hmm. movie night. And we try to think of, sometimes we watch modern things, but we try to think of things we really loved as a kid. Yeah, So, of like, course. for example, Jessica, the Gremlins is coming to Hollywood Forever Cemetery this summer. You have to No, take we're him. going. Yeah. You Yeah. You guys are welcome to, to come. He will <laughs> love it. He's going to so, love it. 
I know. So Dan and I were talking about, we were like, is it time? Is it Indiana Jones age? Like, uh-huh. are we there? And he and he even said, he's like, you know, I think that's one of the best scripts ever written. Like, it's just flawless yes. story, you know. So good. I love it. I know, me too. Anyway, that's our uh, thing for tomorrow. Guess what? After I- you see it. You can then show your son when you went as Toke at the Groundlings. Because yes, you're right. still one of the greatest, and I mean greatest things I've ever seen in my life. And anytime <laughs> that movie comes up, I'm like, hold on, please. Yep, here it is. <laughs> you know who that is? They're like, that's the guy from Indiana Jones. I go, as Dana Powell. Dana Powell, okay? yeah. And people what- lose their minds. <laughs> You know, the Groundlings, it's such an experience any, anyway. And one of the things that everybody always really looks forward to because it's so iconic that on mm-hmm. the walls they have pictures of all the old main stage. So you see right. like Pat Moriata, isn't that his name? Mm-hmm. Moriata. Uh, Marita. Uh, Marita, yes. Him, Melissa McCarthy, like everybody, you know, is on those walls. And so it's this really iconic thing. And so when. It was my turn when our group, we were getting ready to take our groundlings photos because they're very stylized. Mm-hmm. They're shot a certain mm-hmm. way. It's it's a tradition. And I couldn't wait. So my first six, I went as Chuck Norris. <laughs> That's a great one. I'm, I am proud. I am very proud of Chuck Norris and Toad. And then, <laughs> because people didn't know who I was, they're like, but who is oh Chuck God. Norris? But who is Toad? Like, they couldn't figure out who I was. I love it. And then for, so my, third, for my third six, I was like, I got to do something way different, right? But mm-hmm. how do you top Chuck Norris and Toad? You and don't. so I just put on a really kind of like low-cut, sexy um light blue cardigan and a white blouse, lace blouse underneath and a short little schoolgirl, you know, skirt with knee socks. And I held a cardboard sign in the middle of my crazy cast. They were all in their themed outfits and mine just, my sign said token virgin and I had my hair in braids because it was a horror theme. And so I was the token virgin from a horror movie. You (laughs) lunatic. That was when I'm, it's almost like Halloween, really, if you think. Yes, I know. <laughs> I really loved it. Anyway, so I'm that excited for my 24, my 24 hour break. Like I'm, I yes. told you, if we're going to record. Can we do it now? Because I can feel myself shutting down. I brought yes. an, an emotional support plant. Can I show you? Yeah. I know that sounds weird, but I was like, I'm really tired. I want to have this little plant next to me. She's so cute. So I can Let's just look it. at her. Okay. I know that's insane. No. This is her. Oh, that's so cute. And her little pot says Beautiful. Be- belief in yourself. Shut up. Is that a little she- geranium of sorts? It is a tiny little begonia. Oh, begonia. Oh, yes. with the little spots. Oh, that's so yes. cute. And she's what? got those teeny tiny little angel leaves. Um, normally I kill every begonia I get. Dan Tipton gets annoyed with me and he's like, why don't you stop trying? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but for some reason, oh, sorry, Ollie. For some reason, this little tiny begonia is very, very happy in our home. Yeah. It looks very thriving. Yeah. Unlike this. You you got a Venus flytrap. Well, I haven't totally killed it yet. (laughs) Oh, but it's not looking great and i have it up Why here is it still in that thing because to create the humidity okay but there's no water in it <laughs> well it's plenty wet oh okay do you have you given have her it. some sunshine yes it's sitting right by the window and i have it here because i've been getting eaten alive by mosquitoes and you haven't been doing your job well uh it might be hard for her little uh, teasers to get out of that tube. Fine, here we go. Alley oop. Okay. And then you can put her double pot her, like put her in a bowl or something with water in the bowl, and she can suck. Up I know. I thirsty. saw you do that. Uh huh. She'll be great. Well, then. is everybody happy that's listening? That they? Oh, she's not too bad. Right. Okay, you're a little bit blurry for me. Are there roots coming out of the bottom? <sighs> 
I see one root. Yeah, I need to she repot. needs to be repotted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now that we have done our personal potting on the podcast, <laughs> and I have just got dirt. Just got dirt literally all over my desk. I bet everyone is wondering how they can get get a hold of us. us. You know that's what they were asking themselves. (laughs) Oh, my God. You guys have two weeks coming up to send in all your stuff because I'm going to be in the Great White North in Canada. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm still scooping up the dirt, so don't mind me looking down right now. Uh, (laughs) Please send in stuff so we have plenty of stuff fresh at our fingertips when I am back so we can keep going with all of your awesome stuff. We had a slew of things from our live recording that we've been using and a couple of write-ins this last week. So thank you all. Please find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast. You can also find us on TikTok at the Mm -hmm. Rants and Raves P. You can find us on our YouTube channel, the Rants and Raves podcast. Please subscribe and download episodes if you would like to see the entire insanity unfold in (laughs) live time pre-recorded but live you know what i'm saying uh you can always email us the ransom raves podcast at gmail.com and you can hit the contact button on our website www.theransomravespodcast.com dot com thank you for that jessica Mm -hmm. you are welcome Um, Okay, well, first of all, before we get started, Mm -hmm. I just want to take note, um, because I was, like, downloading some other files. I'm trying to go back Mm -hmm. into YouTube and add subtitles to our episodes. Slowly, Mm -hmm. those are getting put up. Um, But what I want to say is we're at episode 182. It's so crazy. quickly approaching 200 episodes. I know. That's quite a few. Yes. I think so. I'm proud of us. I am too. Even when I'm with people and they're like, oh, what's your podcast? And, I, and then they go, whoa, you have 174 episodes? I'm like, sure do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I think a I lot of to say that. podcast shows or anything start out, whether they start out strong or not, or with a lot of gusto behind it. And then for a lot of reasons, they just fizzle out. And sometimes just because people are like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Or they lose interest or, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work. But uh, I would say, not to speak for Jessica, but I think we're both on the same tip this way. Uh, We love doing this and we we come back for the community we've created. We're so Mm -hmm. lucky. Exactly. (laughs) We love you all so much. Yes. Yes, we do. You're up first for rants, right? Oh, yeah. This is going to be short and sweet. And I already have a piggyback on it because this happened just yesterday and i had to i just took a cleansing breath i had to refrain from going across the street and unleashing the kraken on a neighbor's gardener it's not the gardener's fault but i will be leaving a note for that neighbor Uh uh-oh so from a listener at our live show in happy valley they had a very direct and to the point rant Uh trash collection at 4 a.m oh is that uh, even legal that's what i was thinking i thought it had to be seven six at the earliest that's still so early but you know uh even if you live in a house if you have not uh what do you call it been in an apartment and heard a dumpster get picked up dumped over and then slammed back down yeah they just did ours right before we started recording the lid slams shut and the can slams on the ground and the trucks Uh are old and creaky and they're loud diesel trucks anyway yes it's a very loud experience (laughs) very my favorite part is the uh city trash that comes by us uh they after they're done then the guy runs and i saw him do it this morning i'm not making this up runs and shoves it down our driveway and it rolls like a mobile home uh, on the highway and then slams into the brick wall at the end of our subterranean parking covering that would be annoying 
So it's so rude. I hate it. Uh, nobody wants to be up that early. Okay. Even if you unfortunately have to be for work or you have a baby that gets up yeah. then. Yeah. But um, my piggyback on this is that my neighbors across the street have, uh, I thought Alan was exaggerating when he told me this a few weeks ago. I guess I just slept through it or maybe it was when I was out of town, but they have their gardeners coming in starting at 7.30 a.m. sharp. And I'm talking about edge trimmers, mm-hmm. lawnmowers, and leaf blowers. I don't know which of the three is the worst. They're all equal offenders. It is so loud. I sleep like the dead. Okay. You could play a brass trombone in my ear and I ain't waking up. Well, I surely woke up at the sound of those three things at 7.30 a.m. I'm sure. And I couldn't go back to sleep. 7.30? That's a little too much. I mean, honestly, I mean, <laughs> you know, I know. Oh, uh, Usually if somebody is at home and tired, it's because they work mm-hmm. a later shift or have odd hours mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, you know, I even get annoyed at my neighbor's gardeners because they come in the middle of like late morning, early afternoon, and mm-hmm. it's never consistent. And you know, obviously, I do a lot of voiceover recording. I do our podcast recording. I can't record anything when they just show up at their leisure. Like if it was a certain right. time every week, I could plan around but they're never at the same time. <laughs> I know. It's yeah, nuts. It's weird. I hate it. And a door slammer, I will say, I am so lucky I've never lived in a place with a door slammer, but I have always known someone. Like right now, I know two people that are dealing with neighbor door slammers. And it's so oh. random. And one of them I witnessed the other day, I was at my friend Kate's house, and she had told me before that they had uh, hit mm. their caddy corner. Like the, mm-hmm. the building goes into a corner and so their door's here and their door's here and this one's mm-hmm. a slammer and then there's two other doors so I'm sure it annoys them too but like I was yeah. like it can't be that bad. She's like Dana I'm telling you it is so bad and it's like for no reason it's every time they come in and out of the door and she go, so I was there and it was after work time and she goes they're coming they're coming listen and she wasn't joking they slammed that door so hard it literally had to have taken effort and yes. the stuff on the, I don't have the fancy words, but the table that you can have sometimes in your little foyer area to put keys and stuff on right by the door. Like a console? Yeah, a console. And sometimes there's a mirror mm-hmm. or artwork above it. Like they have a little station area like that. Everything mm-hmm. shook. Everything shook. <laughs> that nobody needs to slam a door that hard. Like My it's old just neighbor not necessary. Did that. I had to leave a note on their door. Well, and she said that they've gotten to the point where they will open and slam their door after the neighbor, because they've been like, please don't slam the door. Like people have said stuff to them and they don't care. Mm -hmm. And so now it's just a battle where all the neighbors will all slam their door at them or go, not necessary. Or, you know. A war of being aggressively passive aggressive. Yes, yes. (laughs) But it's like, I know other people who had that one neighbor that everyone in the courtyard hated because they were door slammers. And they also were sometimes in this friend's apartment, it's not capable, but this other friend I have, they had screen doors so that they could leave their doors open (sighs) in the summer and they would slam that screen door and then they would turn their TV on full volume and the entire apartment complex could hear their TV. Mm -mm. Nope. I mean, it's so inconsiderate. If you live in a shared space, an apartment building, a condo, something like that with other people, you have to be aware of other people's senses. You cannot act like you live in a field in Missouri. (laughs) You know? I know. I told you, I, I don't know if I did ever tell you this. One of the neighbors years ago here, in the middle of the night, I woke up hearing a woman screaming, help. Over and over Oh, I over remember again. you saying this. Yes. And the TV was blaring. And I mean, blaring to the point where I heard it blasting in my bedroom in mm-hmm. an apartment across the way from them. I called the police. They came. They kept pounding on the door. 
No one answered. And I said, she's screaming for help. I don't think she can get up. I don't know what's wrong with her. Well, she was bedridden and couldn't get out of bed. The husband was home and didn't hear her and didn't hear the cops beating on the door. So they pulled the window panes out and boosted one of the officers or one of the, I think the fire department showed up too, pushed the smallest guy through the window into their home. I heard the whole thing and I was like, what? Anyways, didn't mean to get dark on that. Uh, spoiler alert. A week later, uh, the coroner was here taking her body out of the apartment and she was dead. Still don't she know how or what away? happened. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And you never found out why she was wanting help? Nope. And trust me, I tried to find out, but I didn't even know their name. I didn't even know how to look up her name. Yeah, because that's another thing. weird thing about L.A. Uh, some neighborhoods are very close with their neighbors. Most mm -hmm. are not. Most don't know their mm -mm. neighbors. I only know the people directly around me. Now, I'm on waving yep. terms with some of the people sure. down the road, but I yep. don't know them. And that, no. you know, back home, you always knew your neighbor's business. Everybody knew their yep. neighbor's business, you know, but right. um, it's not like that. It's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Man. Yep. Well, we ma we certainly made a meal out of that snack, didn't we? <laughs> sure did. <laughs> All right, I'll move on to, to mine. Uh, this is also from our live show. Um, yes. Shut up. You already touched on it. On. I know. I just talked I, about it. Why didn't you stop me? <laughs> because I was laughing and I'm like, all right, she's going into her rant. But Hilarious. you can just. Well, I already on did. This let, me, let me tell you guys what my rant was from a listener. <laughs> when, people, when people slam doors at work, are you a teenager? Do you pay bills here? No. Be mature. Well, I guess I hit that. Don't be. It's clearly, <laughs> it's clearly something that. It bothers people. So yes. you need to be aware because it bothers a lot of people, obviously. And yep. and being there witnessing that, I was like, yeah, if I lived here, boy, I'd be marching over there going, do you have a problem? Like, yep. <laughs> so let's be mindful of our door slamming. I, I have it's... to admit, to call myself uh -huh. out a little bit, I used to apparently slam car doors too hard because sometimes my dad mm. would say, you don't need to break the car to get the door shut. And I think Dan's complained a couple of times, like, I don't know why that has I been can't. has been a thing for me, but I have to be aware of it. So. <laughs> well, are you ready for a cleansing breath? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. And I will just say this. Um, I hate door slamming. And like I said, I did have to um, leave a note for my neighbor because it got, first of all, it would scare the shit out of me. It would happen. And every time it would put me into such panic. It also yes. just annoyed me whether I was working, whether we were recording, maybe I was just trying to have a quiet moment to myself, mm -hmm. but just save that door slamming for something real serious. Again, I don't agree with it in general, yeah, but I have yeah. been known to slam a door hard enough to shake my entire building in the past uh, due to uh, a former roommate. And mm -hmm. when I tell you that I slammed the door hard enough that I shook all 12 units, I did. Um, and it's I'm not proud of that, but it's like that was a last resort after you've <laughs> begged pleaded yelled asked nicely and everything in between and then it's just like Rawr! hulk smash and all i knew to do was slam the door with all of my might not proud of it corrections corner for myself right but we weren't let's were not you, slam the were doors you a, were you a door slammer as a kid no First of all, my parents we would have lost their minds if I did that kind of crap. But no, Thank that was you. that was not an option in my home. Absolutely not. My and my parents didn't do time, it either. I I remember one time I tried to close the door a little harder, but I wanted to keep it on that line where I could deny it. There was some yep. plausible deniability oh, yeah. where I was like, where oh, I could yeah. be like, I wasn't trying to slam, you know, but I was. Uh, <laughs> my yes. dad told me if I ever 
hear that door close even a little hard again. I'll take it right off the hinges, and you won't have a bedroom door anymore. Oh, Gary. I never even attempted to plausibly deny because I didn't get close to slamming a door. (laughs) You put on kid gloves and made sure to close it with your fingers still in it so that it barely latched. Like closed it on my finger and then slid my (laughs) finger out. Like, yeah, no, there was no way I was going to go without a bedroom door. Absolutely not. That is such an old school dad, uh, th- right? I know a few That's... dads that have said that. Or why is your door closed? Then whether it was a boy or a girl, friends in there, like we don't keep the doors closed in this oh, house. No. We weren't unless allowed you're to have changing in our room. Yes. Uh-huh. If we had a, if we were alone, we could close the door if we wanted. I yeah, generally yeah, yeah. didn't because they weren't normally really that into my business. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but if we had a friend over, boy or girl. It was doors open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's funny. My kid is not really, he'll ask me for privacy in the TV room, but like Uh he doesn't lock himself in his room. He hangs out in our open space and I'm kind of great. I'm kind of grateful. I'm like, are we going to turn a corner where that changes? (sighs) Also, it's sweet and innocent (laughs) because he's still young enough that when he asks for privacy, it's just more like, please be quiet so that he can just. Have fun so playing now, games or watching a show and not hearing adults talk about stuff that he is not Which interested. I totally get because yes. one day he turned to me and Dan Tipton was like, can I have privacy, please? And we realized we had been standing there for 10 minutes talking while he was trying to watch something. And I was like, yeah, that would annoy me, too. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it's safer than asking your parents to be quiet. Am I right? Lord have mercy. I would have never. I wouldn't have Can had a imagine? mouth left. They would have cut the bottom half of my face off of my body. I would have never been allowed to speak again. <laughs> Why? So serious. <laughs> I mean, we oh, grew up I... in a different time. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Whew, even thinking about that, I just literally took an extra breath before we even I... did our cleansing. Breath. I know. I know. I'll end that thought with this it is interesting that now um, I listen to Mr. Chaz or I follow him on Instagram he's great if you have kids Mm -hmm. or if you work with kids or whatever he's wonderful and Mm -hmm. he frequently talks about how the expectations that we had on children are things that we adults don't even have control over but we're forcing a child to do it even when we can't like managing our own emotions like he did one example where a spouse called the other spouse and said, I have had it. I am at my wits end. I told him to calm down, to not blah, 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 blah. And he just still kept getting upset. Blah, blah. And the wife said, I do understand what you're saying, but um, you're calling me to vent your emotions. So where is he supposed to vent his? And it was like, oh, what a light bulb moment. We ask yeah. children to do things that we ourselves are not capable of. Like, be quiet. That's hard for Be me. Be quiet. Calm your body. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Calm uh-huh. your body. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't be weird. We've had discussions about that. Weird is good. Mm-hmm. Let them be weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that deserves a cleansing breath. It sure but does. We le- This is a staple of our show. We like to like get out our angsty feelings. Sometimes they're serious. Sometimes they're not. Get it all out. Take a deep breath in. Blow all of that tension out of our bodies. Spend the rest of the show filling up, usually with some funnies, some kindness, some good news, some uh, charity organizations we can support, ways to bring them into our community. So if mm-hmm. you can scream it out, I will never stop encouraging that. <laughs> just don't, just don't, just don't hurt your throat. Okay, don't hurt your throat. But do if you not. Still, just take a minute wherever you are to take this deep breath with us. It'll feel good. I yes. Know. All right, take a deep breath in. And ah. Ah, that felt good. You know, I woke up three times in the middle of the night last night. I think because I was like getting nervous and emotional about, you know, graduation and then also work coming up. And we've both been so busy and I know you're leaving town. Like, I think I literally woke myself out of a sleep three times yeah. last night because I was just like, I'm sure. what, am I, 
why am I awake? What's, why am I awake right now? Is there an earthquake coming? Do I have dog feelers? What's happening? Why am I awake? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. You're Amazing. up first for corner. Yes. Yep. This is a what the what? <laughs> and when Dana sent me this gem, all I could hear <laughs> in my mind was a song that I don't totally know the words for, but do you remember? It was like, bling, bling. Every time I turn around the city, bling, bling. The rebel, bling, bling. Do you know what I'm talking about? Hmm. It was like a bad rap song from the 2000s. I don't Every think time so, I turn around your city, bling, bling. I don't think so. It seems like it would be something I should know. Like that would have been in my repertoire of listening. <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's the cover of it that I just don't recognize. <laughs> that is a hundred percent possible. I won't even be angry at that. Uh, we know how bad my renditions are, and it's not a good song. So I'm not okay. upset that it wasn't it. This is not one where my eyes are going to pop out and my eyebrows are going to ask you why you don't <laughs> know what that is. Okay. okay. Yeah. This is from our favorite resident contributor, Spooky, from mm -hmm. Oddity Central. Mm -hmm. A 22-year-old man from Wisconsin who started experiencing coffee and coffee. Here we go again with my missteps. <laughs> Coughing. And heavy wheezing after an epileptic seizure was shocked like to find serious, out. Serious stuff. Yes. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That his silver grills with a with Z, a Z. Had, <laughs> had become stuck in one of his lungs. In case study, his lungs, Jessica. I can feel it. Okay, you know when you ever like sometimes take a breath and you have that pinch or a tweak and you're like, oh God, is that my heart? Oh, oh, but it's just yes, like a yes. growing pain or a muscle yes. twit. Who boy. A case study recently published in the Curious, spelled C-U-R-E-U-S, Curious, yes. I don't know, <laughs> medical journal, tells the story of an unnamed 22-year-old man who, after recovering from an epileptic seizure, started experiencing severe coughing and heavy wheezing. Can every article stop repeating the title and then the same thing? Because I didn't even copy the title because it was that. So that would have been three times I repeat myself. I'm sorry. He immediately... No, I'm mad at the authors. This is every article. <laughs> I know. He he immediately thought medical he immediately thought medical assistance and X-ray scans revealed that he had something lodged in the right main stem bronchus, an airway to his lung. This four centimeter long mass looked like dentures, and the man told doctors that he was wearing silver plated grills when he had the seizure and couldn't find them when he recovered. Like, isn't that something you mentioned to someone? I think I swallowed also, my grills. It's also why you don't wear stuff like that. In your sleep. Especially in your sleep. You don't even chew gum in your sleep, dude. <sighs> and dentures have adhesive for a reason. So they can't just <laughs> so you slide on down them. or out. Yes. The patient was scheduled for a bronchoscopy. That can't be fun. That just hurt my lung thinking about it. Yes, to have the object yes. removed. A bronchoscope was inserted down the airway uh, to dislodge the dental accessory. The Which patient has many purposes, Jessica, because it's teeth. So then I just I know. widen out smoothly. No. It's like a barbed fishing hook. <laughs> The patient experienced bronchospasm where muscles in the lung airway tighten from the operation and was given steroid treatment before being discharged. Had the silver-plated grills gone down the other pipe, they would have passed through the esophagus and into the stomach before being excreted. But this way, the dentures became stuck in one of his lung airways. What, he was going to crap it out like a dog? That would have been painful, too. I can't. That story's insane. Yeah, that story's insane yes. to me. Yes. Well, I got another one for you. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. What's your it's corner? A, it's an oh wow corner. Okay. And what's it about? Well, this is from Oddity Central, written by Spooky. 
Um, I wonder if we could get jobs at Oddity Central if they need more speeds. <laughs> I know we could. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, well, this is You Are Not the Father, but are you ready for this? A Colombian doctor has been ordered by a court of... <laughs> well, I just ruined it. Well, I can edit it. Forget it. I was trying to play I That's Just that My song. Baby Daddy and I ruined it. It's just my baby daddy. That's just my baby daddy. That's just my baby daddy. That's just my baby daddy. He is just my baby dad. <laughs> I know that song. <laughs> That's a lot better than the shenanigans I just tried to pull. I had it queued up and everything. And then it starts with a dude in a shower cap eating a bag of potato chips talking to his TV from the couch. What an epic you, fail. Out of context, you sound so angry about that song. Not the fact that you missed, <laughs> you missed being able to play it. Do not count on me to insert your audio things at the proper time ever. Okay. Think th I think that was just made painfully clear. Well, it's so Dana, funny. Dana, please take it away. I've done that a couple of times too. And you know, the recording uh, studio that we use has the ability for us to upload a sound bite and play it while we're recording. Mm -hmm. I don't know why we don't just do that. <laughs> anyway, Amazing. okay, here we go. He is just my baby dad. A Colombian, <laughs> a Colombian doctor has been ordered by a court of law to financially support a patient's baby until it turns 18. After the patient ended up conceiving the baby, despite undergoing a vasectomy. <laughs> Diego Naranjo, a doctor from Medellin, Colombia, will have to pay millions of pesos to support one of his patients' babies after he assured the man that the vasectomy he had performed had been successful and he no longer needed to use other means of contraception. However, the man ended up leaving his wife pregnant and having an unplanned baby. Subsequent sperm tests showed that the vasectomy had, what? in fact, not been successful. And the, uh, parents yeah. of the, ba the parents of the baby sued the doctor, claiming that his mistake had had serious implications, both financial and emotional. A judge has now ruled that the doctor must support the baby until it turns 18 years old. Uh, as a result of this unexpected conclusion, the patient was not recommended to continue what? using contraceptive methods to avoid the risk of pregnancy. The recent court ruling read, when it was proven that the parents did not want to procreate more children, it was concluded that there was an impact on their life's projects that had repercussions in the immaterial field, especially considering the precarious <sighs> economic situation of the father, who currently cannot work due to their health problems. The baby's father suffers from debilitating condition called severe bilateral hearing loss, which prevents him from working. He experiences frequent dizziness and vomiting and must wear a hearing aid in order to hear properly. The condition prevented the man from finding employment, so the judge ruled mm. that the doctor responsible for the conception of the baby must be held responsible. According to the recent wow. court ruling, Dr. Naran Joe will have to pay the patient's family 80 current minimum wages or 92 million pesos, so $20,300 in moral damages, $13,200 in legal fees, and $31,500 as child support. Inter interestingly, the botched vasectomy was performed in 2012, and the patient's baby, a girl, was born the following year. She's currently 10 years old, so the doctor only has eight more years of financial support. It's unclear why the parents oh. took so long to take legal action against the doctor. That's kind of weird. I wonder if they didn't yes. realize they could, though. <clears throat> I don't know that well, it would yeah. be my first thought to go, I'm going after that doctor. <laughs> I would just be like, how are we going to take care of this baby? You know, so it may have just, they may have just been talking to someone who was like, hey, you can get mm -hmm. some damages from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's sad. I, that's hard because a baby <clears> is such a blessing. Sad. A baby is such a blessing unless it's not. Like when you that want family, it. Exactly. Yes, that family couldn't support another baby. <gasps> also, they were being responsible by him having a vasectomy to prevent because it. they knew that that was a decision that they had 
come to. So that makes me very upset. That opens a whole slew of things, but I'm not going to go there. I'm going to focus on one thing that I know is going to probably put you over the edge. It's maybe Mm. one of the most LA things I could say, but I guess you never watched the show Entourage. No, I didn't. Because of the way, because of the way that you pronounced the city and you said Medellin. Oh. It's Medellin. Medellin? <laughs> did, did it take place? It was place, the name. Did, on, did Entourage take place in? It was the name in... of a movie that the lead was in. Medellin. And it was a oh. movie in shot in Colombia. That is so random. That's it's so, kind of a I bet a lot cut. of people... No, I bet I'm sure a lot of people know because that was a very <laughs> popular show. Yes. Uh, can I be honest? Why I never watched it? Yeah, it yes. felt so it felt so broy to me. I was like, "Oh, it is, it is." There's no medieval um, knights in this. There's no swords. No, there's no. I really ghosts. watched it for the Kevin Kevin Dillon gold. Oh, okay. He was like the older one of the group and kind of like yes. the has been who was still trying to act. I yeah. mean, yeah, it was not my favorite show, but I yeah. did admittedly kind of hate watch it from time to time. <laughs> well, it certainly sounds fancier the way you said it. Medellin, oh sounds, Medellin sounds a little bit like, eh, it's a mediocre city. <laughs> it's okay. It's a mid-tier, it's a mid-tier city. <laughs> Hilarious. Trust me, I wouldn't have known it. My attempted pronunciation of most things especially in another language is uh nothing to be proud of okay well the way i figure it right now like everybody gets crap for over how they pronounce things everybody pronounces things differently even in different parts of your own country so i totally i operate with it on the show is i just confidently say whatever comes out of my mouth and I know that anyone who doesn't know is just like, oh, she sounds like she knew how what she was doing. And then mm-hmm. anyone who does know, they're just the few that live in Medlin. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hilarious. You oh like my, my justification for my own yes. ignorance? <laughs> they absolutely right. do. <laughs> Are we ready to move on to the best part of our show? Yes, this let's rave it up. Part. Yeah, let's rave it up. You're up first for rave. This is brushmabel.com. Mm-hmm. Mabel crafts bamboo toothbrushes that make excellent plastic alternatives. Each toothbrush mm-hmm. handle is. I love this. Everything about this company. I haven't thought of that because I have bamboo utensils that I carry with me and I had bamboo straws for a while and never crossed my mind bamboo toothbrush. That's smart. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's sustainable. And as we know, bamboo literally grows like weeds. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the quickest things. Yes. (laughs) Each toothbrush handle is fully biodegradable and made from renewable bamboo. While the bristles are crafted from non-toxic, BPA-free nylon that can be plucked out and recycled at certain facilities at the end of its useful life. On top of helping to solve our plastic crisis, this is what I love in addition to being eco-friendly and sustainable, Mabel donates a toothbrush to a child in America for every toothbrush sold. Unlike other companies that give back, Mabel takes it a step further by going into schools to teach kids about making sustainable decisions and maintaining proper personal hygiene. Love, Love it. it. Love it. Some yeah. kids aren't getting that at home, sadly. So they're an incredible company. Again, we love anything that gives back, but I also really mm-hmm. love things like this because everybody needs toothbrushes. They also sell cotton swabs and floss so everything they sell is something that is a necessity to personal hygiene and grooming mm-hmm. and uh, uh sustainably sourced i love it yes so go check out their site i love it floss like a boss and they have a refillable floss container again so you're not throwing out that plastic every single time yeah. uh they have an eight pack bamboo toothbrushes for you and your crew, an eight pack for twenty two ninety nine, 
And oh, yeah. again, I know that may seem like, oh, that's expensive. I don't know if you've bought a toothbrush really. lately. For They're eight about brushes? $8 each if you get an Oral-B or a Colgate one from CVS. Absolutely. So um, it's a great company. They have all kinds of stuff to check out. And again, I love their giving back and their outreach and education going into schools. It's an amazing company. They have uh, Buy, Give, Teach. And it says, for every toothbrush you buy, we use a portion of the profits to fund our Buy, Give, Teach program, which helps donate toothbrushes to children and youth, as well as helping to support community sustainability programs and organizations. We focus on supporting schools, educators, and organizations that focus on educating children and adults on sustainability. Choosing Mabel helps support education programs that teach people how to live more sustainably and helps extend your impact beyond your own household. I also think that's a huge lesson, the greater picture. Yes. Uh, you can also see a list to all of the organizations um, that work with them. One is uh, Baby to Baby. That's a huge organization that's incredible. We've profiled that on the show before. Um, lots of elementary schools, Saving the Blue, the Ocean Conservation and Education, uh, libraries, multiple elementary and middle schools. Um, check them out. A fantastic yeah. company with a great cause. I love that. Yes. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Um, my mm -hmm. rave today also has to do with sustainability. So before I go into that, um, you might be like, wow, you guys have really been harping on this a lot lately. Uh-huh. We have. Because there are massive wildfires <laughs> in Canada that are making New York City look like it's sunset all day long. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and mm -hmm. I was saying yesterday, I was reminding, I think you, Jessica, that we had mm -hmm. blizzards in California this year. So usually the fires yep. are the problem in California and the blizzards are the problem in New York. Well, we've all had it yep. all this year. So we all uh -huh. have to start thinking about living sustainably and healing our planet. Okay. Totally. And really okay. quick, since you mentioned that, I saw this morning and I always love this and I love the, I don't want to call it a brotherhood because there's also female firefighters these days, but I love that community of first responders, whether it's healthcare, firefighters, uh, police officers and whatnot, firefighters go around the globe to help each other. And just mm -hmm. this morning, 200 firefighters from South Africa landed in Canada to help uh, with the fight against these fires. So that always warms my heart. Uh, thank yes. you to everyone that's helping with that. And Again, and the global community. That's why people need to think on a bigger level outside of themselves in their own household. That's right. And if you uh, remember, you know, we often have wildfires out here. So we talk about that a lot. So the things that we know on a regular basis that they need in times like this are socks. People forget they need yep. socks. They don't want to get trench foot. Water. All kinds of the socks and water are the biggest, biggest things. So yep. if you want to yep. know a way to help, I guarantee you there's an organization that's providing <clears throat> socks and water or a place you can ship socks and water. Just keep that in mind mm -hmm. while this is happening. Yep. Um, I Absolutely. hate that we have to even share that information or that we yeah. have that knowledge because it happens so frequently out here, but it is what it <sighs> totally. is. Totally. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So my rave today is actually allbirds.com. Allbirds is a sustainable shoe brand turning unconventional materials into high quality kits. Cool. It's really cool. I like when mm -hmm. I went to the webpage for the first time, one pair of shoes, I pretty sure it said was made of eucalyptus and lavender fibers. Um, like, two of your favorite just, things. <laughs> yes, I know. Two of, you don't like either one, do you? I uh, have grown to love lavender, uh, eucalyptus. I'm on yeah, the fence. So much, I... Yeah, <laughs> uh, from from using everything from castor bean oil and recycled bottles to super fine merino <laughs> wool and renewable sugar cane, this company finds innovative ways to reduce its impact. In addition to fostering environmentally friendly practices in the shoemaking process, Allbirds donates its gently used shoes. To Souls for Souls. Let me spell that for you. S-O-L-E-S, -E the number four, S-O-U-L-S. -S, like shoe souls for your heart souls. 
uh, a nonprofit mm. that gives shoes to those who need them most and helps micro entrepreneurs provide for their families. In turn, this helps to keep the items out of landfills and empowers individuals to rise out of poverty by selling the gently used shoes. I love that. So many different mm -hmm. ways that they're helping people from one, one totally. process. Um, so again, I've heard of Allbirds for a long time. I think I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure they advertise on podcasts a lot. I think that's why I've heard mm -hmm. of them. But anyway, totally. I love that all of their materials are sustain sustainably sourced. But then, so that's Allbirds, A-L-L-Birds.com. But then also check out the charity that they send their gently used shoes to mm -hmm. is soulsforsouls.org. So that's kind of a two for rave there. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Allbirds, for doing that because also out here in Los Angeles in particular, we have a very, very horrific homeless problem. And I can't tell you every single day I see someone without shoes. Multiple something. It's awful. It's yep. awful. They just, mm -hmm. they need, uh, uh, that's a basic need. People yes. need shoes. Okay. So anyway. It's not again, a necessity. I mean, it, it, it's. It, <laughs> I can't believe I just said it's not a necessity. It is a necessity. I, yes. Yes. It's not a luxury. It's a necessity. <laughs> You're running oh, on fumes. Boy. You're running on fumes. Just got to make it to Monday, Jessica. <laughs> well, I will tell you one thing I do remember, especially talking about sustainability, and it blew my mm. mind that you sent to me this week. First of all, I'm so into all of these people from like young teenagers to people in their 70s that are coming up with new ways like we've talked about the flip-flops being made from some type of sea algae things like that yes, yes dana sent me a freaking company of a couple of guys in mexico that are turning cactus pulp into leather and it is okay Gorgeous. My favorite color is green, and I yes. love me some green leather. And Dana even yes. said, look at the green couch. It Incredible. was stunning. Their stuff, I didn't even look at the prices because I was like, I probably can't afford this. But I have <laughs> to tell you, it's plant sourced. It is cactus. And these two guys it's found amazing. a way to make it into leather. And it's stunning. Absolutely stunning. Yep. The little catch. And I bet uh, super purses. durable. Oh, I'm sure. <sighs> Cactus yep. is amazing, man. Like, I watched a whole video on how to take paddle cactus, which we just see on the side of the highway everywhere here. Right. But if you get stranded out in nature and that's the only thing, how to cook it, how to get water from it. I mean, it, yep. it's amazing. Cactus is an amazing plant. You know I love Treat plants Treat yourself anyway. to a nopales salad. Oh, okay. When you go to Vallarta. Seriously, Ooh, they have nopales sure they have as a there. salad. Yeah. Yeah, one of my friends is really from love El Salvador, it. and she introduced me to that years ago. I'm like, what is this delicious salad? She's like, nopales. I'm like, I, I don't know what that is. She's like, it's cactus. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's delicious. Like it's it's a, it, And it's tough plant. Oh, it's a tough yeah. plant. I just yep. think it's so cool. You don't have water. Super survivor. Like, yeah. I don't know. But you know I me. Love it. I mean, I have an emotional support plant sitting beside me. So, you know, I love me some. <laughs> I literally carried that from oh. over there. Just I love so I it. Could look at, so I can look at it while we record. <laughs> I think it's cute. <laughs> oh, Jessica. I think that's Adana. our show. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I love you to bits and pieces. I'm, I, I'm not going to see Same, you for a my hot friend. minute. I know. Sad. But I, I know, want you to have and the I best time. Thank you. I actually have a little surprise that I, I still haven't seen you since I've been back from Cambria. Uh, one is a little something for you, but I also, there is a store that I love that every year I go in and get another bird to add to my collection. They're seed pod birds. Oh, They're made out of different pods and painted, and I'm obsessed. And literally, like for years, every time I go and get a new one and add to my collection, well, I got one for Henry because guess what it is? What? A cassowary. His favorite oh, he loves prehistoric a bird. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. He might be like, why did she get me this weird thing? I mean, it's not really no, a toy that you can be play like, with. Oh, that's a cassowary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, because we have one at the LA Zoo, so he sees it all the time, too. It's so crazy. Does it make that horrific noise? No, I've never heard it make any noise. But it is aggressively (laughs) at the fence at you. I've never seen it, like, lunge at anybody or anything. I mean, they keep it, you know, it it can't get Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it seems pretty chill, but it's just looks aggressive, right? I mean, well, it is. I've heard that thing growl. I wouldn't walk in there with it. I'll tell you that. And I think that oh. bone thing they have on the top of their head can kill you too. I think like it can crush your bones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't walk in there like nah. Phil Bronson did. Sharon Stone's ex-boyfriend decided to remove his shoes and socks and just get to know the Gila monster that he was in a enclosed uh, room with. No. Mm-mm. Remember? Well, and it was... attacked him. Yeah, well, there was just a kid in, um, was it Egypt, that he was drunk and having, they think maybe having some kind of, you know, mental breakdown. He jumped in a lion's cage, and there's video of it, like an outdoor lion's what? enclosure at a zoo. And Dear God. They were trying to figure out how to, they eventually tranquilized the lion and, and got him out of there, so the lion wasn't hurt. But also the lion didn't go after him. It was actually interesting to watch the video because, to me, I felt like the lion was looking around going, is this a mirage? Are you guys seeing this? Is this guy crazy? Right. Like, what is he doing in here? I could murder him in half a second. Like, the lion looked confused. (laughs) I'm sure. They only have four retaining walls to cross before you can get in. Oh, my God. I mean. I can't. Part of me is like, I don't know, is that Darwin's selection if we just let that kid figure it out? Like like the kids in San Francisco that did climb three sets of retaining walls to get in the tiger enclosure and then were mauled to death. Yes. See, I don't want anybody to die. But I yeah. I mean, that's not a, a smart, you know, you fuck around, yeah. you're going to find out. <laughs> okay. There's walls and fences for good for a reason. reason. They're not just for yeah. pretties. Yeah. No. Anyway. Oh, Jessica, mm-hmm. I hope you have mm-hmm. such a great trip. Thank you. Is there I anything? I mean, sadly, you... I'm heading into the eye of the storm, literally. I know. But you're going to be uh, with family. You'll have a good yes, time. Yes. Yes. Um, and I'm sure we'll I'm really see more. I'm worried about those fires. I know it. Make sure you guys have N95s if you need them. They say totally. that that does help. They they are saying that that yeah. does help. They're advising people in New York to be wearing them. Absolutely. Because it's very, very hard on your lungs. It's very bad. Yes. Um. So travel safely. I will miss you. Thank immensely. you. You're welcome. I will miss you too. Um. But I don't <laughs> think we're going to have a drop in episodes just for audience purposes. I think we're no. set. I think we're set to not have any gaps. So that's a good thing. We are. Um. Indeed. Do you have anything you need to share before you leave the country? Any confessions you need to make to our government? Anything like that? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. My bathroom is clear of boxes and documents, so all good. Well, that makes one of you between you and Mar-a-Lago. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do have a little point to ponder. Uh, yes. It's just an interesting fact to me because I don't have anything else to report. Mm-hmm. Yet. I'm not really watching it. I've been busy and now I'm going to go hang up graduation sparklies. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have this interesting fact I found. Maybe you knew this, Jessica. But we all, okay. w- w- what we all do know is that I hate tomatoes. Like we know that. <laughs> I can't stand them. So this <laughs> is a tomato related thing to think about. And it is something you might want to think. While mm-hmm. we've all heard that fruits and vegetables are packed with nutrients, you probably weren't aware that I'm going to add my own personal flavor on this mm-hmm. nasty tomatoes also also contain <laughs> nicotine. What? In fact, studies have Is that shown why I love tomatoes. I mean, that's <laughs> what I was wondering. <laughs> I love them. I eat them daily. In fact, studies have shown that eating nicotine-rich things like tomatoes and peppers can actually help reduce your chances of getting Parkinson's disease. 
mean, that kind of blew my mind. Now, yeah. I, do, I, I have gotten, I, I read a lot of things from, this is from Best Life online. I don't really know a ton about them, but generally speaking, they're pretty reliable in their research. Mm-hmm. And this is just a cute little list of wow facts that I was kind of perusing. So if anybody totally. knows different, feel free to give us a mindfulness, a corrections corner. But yeah. I was like, that is crazy. Yeah, it naturally occurs in tomatoes and peppers. Did not know that. I'm telling Alan right now. Right? There you go, people. If you if you smoked in the 90s and want to get your nicotine on, <laughs> gobble up a, a veggie omelet. There you uh, go. Oh You're welcome, God. Dr. Dana, at your service. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week. <laughs> we will. We'll love you. Ya. Love you, Jessica. Bye. Bye bye.